two, one. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the Weapons of Mass Discussion podcast. Glenn Snyder here, and although you can't see him, he's on the phone with us today, Dr. Corbin Everidge. How do you know? What else? <laughs> well, well, I'm hoping it's you. <laughs> if it's not, it's somebody that really sounds like you. Uh, I want to try this. I want to try it from a payphone sometime if I can find one. That'd just be some nostalgia. <laughs> but this, uh, he uh, he had a little change of plans here this afternoon, so uh, uh, he was going to be in a little late. So we just done it a little later in the evening. So he decided to call in. Uh, so we'll get right to the point today. Um, today's topic of conversation is going to be around consequences, and. You know, we, we always hear you growing up, you always hear there's a consequence to your actions. You know, if you do something, you got to face the consequences. And I think that's something in a lot of cases have has been lost uh, these days. Um, you know, you turn on the TV. Again, we, we talk about this a lot. You see all the craziness on TV. Um, and and you, you see people do things and they get away with it. And there hasn't been a consequence, you know, legally to you know, these actions that a lot of people are doing. You know, they're going out and burning up things, tearing up things. You know, we're, we're going beyond the protest talk. We, we're talking about people vandalizing and tearing up and terrorizing. And, you know, the, the law stands down. The law can't, you know, handle the, the, the amount of people there. Whatever the case may be. And people are getting away with craziness. Um, but I think what you've seen, uh, and we use you know, Kenosha, Wisconsin, as an example, is a couple levels of consequence. Um, for instance, you had that, that that Kyle Rittenhouse kid that armed himself up, you know, thinking he's going to go, you know, uh, you know, project power and force because he's armed with a weapon and deter people from doing crazy stuff. Uh, and what happened was the consequence of that action was he actually had to pull the trigger, and. You know, and then you see those people that are tearing up and terrorizing and thinking that they, you know, they're going, you know, they're going to show a force and put fear into people, and they're going to have people, you know, subdued to whatever their will is. Well, they saw the consequence of the action of grabbing a man or chasing a man with, that was armed with a rifle, you know, and people died. People were turned that guy's arm into a bowl of spaghetti. So, but, uh, so for, you know, so no matter what your cause, no matter what you know you think you're doing right or whatever the case may be, there's always a consequence to that action. Um, you know, it, it, if if you drive too fast and you get you, know, you get caught, what's the consequence? You're gonna get a ticket. You know, that's a light consequence. The worst consequence is you can be in an accident. You can harm yourself or hurt, harm somebody else. So, so for everything you do, there's a consequence. And I think people need to stop and start thinking about you know their actions. And from a self protection standpoint, um. You know, the, the, the consequence of you not taking precautions, of uh, not paying attention to your surroundings, not, you know, not listening to that little man on your shoulder uh, and listening to what he has to say and, and take it for what it is. Uh, there's a con- there are consequences to those actions. You know, we've talked about it many times. You know, you, we talk about women's self-defense seminars when we talk about, you know, a women a woman's intuition. And they hear that little voice. They hear that little person on their shoulder saying something's not right with this situation. Something's not right with this person. And how many times have we talked to individuals that didn't listen to that voice and there was a bad consequence came from that? So well, you're looking at a consequence of inaction there. I mean, you know, you're exactly right. And I got a close, you know, a business associate of mine, you know, aside from MOD and he's, uh, him and his wife are just recently married and he's talking about some Maybe I'm, I need to think about getting uh, some home protection. I'm like, yeah, no, you should have been doing that all along. Yeah. 
I say, you know, have you bought that shotgun yet? No, I haven't got around to it. Time's running out, my friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna need it, and it ain't gonna be there. That's exactly right. And you know, and I don't think people have 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 taken it to heart. Um, you know, again, I, I kind of keep reverting back to the things we see on television, the things that we see in the media, um, and and what happens it emboldens people. It emboldens people to 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 do things without fear of consequence. And the problem is when that it's going to catch up to you sooner or later. You know, there's no free ride. There's no f- real free meal in this world. You know, you're only going to get away with something for so long before it bites you in the ass. Um, and I don't care. That's in anything. You know, how many times I've seen guys that you know daredevils. You know, they made the jump. They jumped the cars, or they they jumped the river, or they, eventually it caught up to them. And how many people have died? You know, been crippled because you know they they took those extreme chances, and so they got extreme consequences. Well, Glenn, you're seeing that. I mean, you know, you've looked at the uh, how, you know, you're exactly right. You look at, you know, and again, socially, I, I don't, and politically, I, I don't care what you think about all the, you know, the, the you know, the, the protest rights, you know, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, whatever. You know, you, you, you're all free to believe what you want to believe. You right. know, we're not going to agree on it. Right. But what you're starting to see, if you can look at this from a pragmat, pragmatic point of view, is now you're starting to see groups that are opposed to these groups like Antifa and BLM. Now you're starting to see them show up in greater numbers and they're starting to bring out hardware. Oh yeah. There was a, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a case down in Texas, you know, where that, that cop got charged this past, he, he, you know, shot that fellow in the back this weekend and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, and honestly, I, I'm not prepared to speak on that night because I just, what, the way the week's been, I have not had time to delve into it research-wise. But, you know, again, we're ta- we're going by what the media says. So there, are some people upset about that. They arrested that officer. But there was a video that came out. I don't know if you've seen it. There were two guys uh, of the Caucasian persuasion, and uh, for those of you who vote for Joe Biden, that means they're white people. Uh, one of them was out and had a uh, AR-15. You know, his, his compatriot had an AR, and he was out there. Also had a uh, a German Shepherd. There's two of them, and they were standing down about 50 people. And you could hear this one guy agitate, "Put that weapon down! Put that weapon down!" And all of a sudden, now you start to see him trying to charge these guys. Mm, bad idea. Uh, you know. You're going to get what you ask for sooner or later. That's right. You know, I'm not advocating that. I don't want to see it happen. But you're even starting to hear mainstream media voices now. Um, Alex Jones, Michael Savage, um, those types of people that are now, they're, they're now, and of course they're not endorsing it. Nobody wants to see violence, but they are recognizing the probably not even the probability, but the inevitability of what's coming. And that's what I've been alluding to. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah. Um, there's a consequence, you know, sooner, uh, you know, pendulums swing both ways, Glenn. That's correct. Absolutely. That's what, correct. that's what a pendulum does. If a pendulum does not swing, it ceases to be what it, what it is and it ceases to perform its, its function. That's just what it does. 
we are on the extreme left now, but the pro what people need to realize is that pendulum is going to swing the other way. Yeah, that's right. And when right, and I, and I don't even like using this right wing left wing dichotomy anymore. But but when right wingers react like this, maps get redrawn. Yeah. Uh, you know, people people don't seem to understand. You know, again, every. The, the ultimate goal is everybody just get along but because of you Most know definitely. but but because people are pitted against each other and again i blame the media for a lot of that i blame a lot of movies for that a lot of the new stuff you see on television i mean I, I, and i hate i hate to say you know you know we were growing up it was like you know they people tried to blame drug use and violence on on movies and and, and certain, you know music and things like that and i thought that's just crazy but as i've gotten older you know, you see something influence people. It influences mm -hmm. people, and people want to act that out. They they, they see that, and it's like, I, that that's the route I want to take, even though it's entertainment. And then now you start seeing real life, you know, through the guise of entertainment. Um, but but the media, you know, they, they push it. You know, every day it's, you know, this person against this person, this group against this group. You know, this person said this, this person said that, and, and they just feed that fire. And it just builds and builds and builds, and it creates all this just just anger and just craziness. And therefore, nobody can get along. So what you have is all this outburst of violence and people just trying to hurt each other or, or get the best of each other. And again, all those actions, all those actions lead to severe consequences. And that's what well, we're seeing on a daily basis. But you know, the thing about it is, Glenn, is you're, you're you know, is, is, is damn you, you're looking at this from an educated man's perspective. You're looking at this with somebody that's got common sense, and you're and and worse than that, you're looking at that with somebody who still has a strong sense of morality. Yeah, you know, brother, we don't have that anymore. No, that's true. You know, uh, you know, you you know, consequence. You no, know, in my notes here, you know, show notes, result of an effect or action of a condition. You know, you do a B happens. Right. You know. Uh, you grab a coyote by the tail, you're going to get mauled. Right. That's the way it works. You know, what we're seeing now, though, Glenn, what really concerns me, and it's not so much of, of, of a social perspective. I mean, our society's breaking down, but I'm still holding out hope, and I think there's ample evidence to believe that left to our own devices – meaning individual communities, we could police ourselves. I agree with that. Yeah. The problem with it is, is you're seeing now a breakdown in the, in the social control mechanisms, meaning, meaning law enforcement. And I don't know if y'all, if anybody out there followed this case, but a prime example of this, and now when you follow this case, <clears throat> it's not what you're reading, it's what you're not reading that you need to pay attention to. Have you uh, been following that case up in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, about that lady? Uh, her name was Althea Bernstein. No, I have not. All right. Cliff Snow's version, what happens is she was, uh, allegedly, she said that four uh, white guys roll up behind, beside her, start uh, insulting her racial comments, mm -hmm. start calling her racial names. They then, one was either one or more of them sprayed lighter fluid on her. Oh, God. And then flung a lighter at her. And 
it, it shows, you know, the few places on her face where there's burn marks. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she reports this to the to the police department there in Madison up in Wisconsin. And immediately, what do they do? Well, they bring in the FBI. Yeah, because hate crime. Hate crime. Mm -hmm. Well, lo and behold. I see where this, this is going. The FBI conducts their investigation. Uh -huh. And they can find no credible evidence that a hate crime has occurred. But if you go on down into the to the story, what really bothered me about this is not the fact that what she said the FBI can find no evidence of. They went and 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 canvassed the area of the, of the local businesses. Could not find any video evidence of it. They went to those uh, little cameras up there. They say, well, it's just to monitor traffic. Well, bullshit. Everybody knows that's not there for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they canvassed the, the, the area for, for witnesses, you know, somebody that might have been an eyewitness this. Nothing. The only thing we have to go on is her work. Right. Well, according to the United States attorney, uh, attorney up there, the one who would, who, would, who would be the prosecutor in this case, his name is a Scott Blader. Federal investigators determined that there is insufficient evidence to prove that a violation of any criminal statute occurred. Further, after reviewing all available evidence, authorities could not establish that the attack, as alleged by the complainant, had occurred. So basically they're saying she staged it or lied about it. That's well, what they're okay. saying. You're, you're exactly right. But here's what not people are not paying attention to based on what we're discussing now. Consequences. Let's hmm. go back and read the first part of this, this statement. Okay. Federal investigators, meaning the FBI, special agents of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, determined that there is insufficient evidence to prove that a violation of any criminal statute occurred. That is a lie. That is a lie. Okay. The only person in this case to violate the, the law of the United States of America was the alleged victim of, uh, victim herself. What she did was she violated 18 United States Code Section 1001, making false statements. Mm. And so, it just so happens I've got it pulled up right here. <laughs> I can figure that. <laughs> as, as a former judicial official, what you have to do is you have elements of a case, meaning... You've got, you might have three or four, what, what you might, for lack of better words, building blocks. And if right. all those blocks don't fit together, proving that the, uh, the, the person of interest, well, some people call it a suspect, but uh, that's too caustic. Now you can't say that, uh, the bad guy, Okay. the bad guy did something bad for those of you who, you know, want to put it that way. Except as otherwise stated in this section, whoever in any matter within the jurisdiction of the executive, legislative, judicial branch of the government of the United States. So the executive branch is tapped with enforcing the laws. That's where your law enforcement comes in. Right. Knowingly and willfully, and right here from the first one, falsifies, conceals, or covers up by any trick, scheme, or device a material fact. Hmm. makes or uses any false writing or document knowing the same to contain any materially false, fictitious, or fraudulent statement or entry, shall be fined under this title in prison not more than five years or if the, and then it goes into some things about terrorism. Okay. The only one to break any federal law was her. By line. 
yes. or making false statements. Do you think they're going to charge her? No. You're out of your damn mind if you believe that. Yeah. Uh, does, the, does the name Jesse Smollett bring, ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the problem with this, Glenn, is is you're you're getting to a point now, and I pray to God I'm wrong. But when you're looking at at, at at consequences, I'm not even looking at it here from a from a position of individuals. I'm looking at collectively now. When are a mass of people, and you need to find out however you choose politically. Uh, racially, by state, whatever the case may be, how many people are going to look at this and say, oh, oh, "Whatever, you know, you know, bump you, I don't care anymore." Mm. You know, because what have we got here? Jesse Smollett. Well, to their credit, they are. I think it's the state of Illinois is actually attempting to hold him accountable. Yeah. You know, and then lest we forget the uh, the incident down in Alabama with Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Now, to hit, now, in his defense, to be fair, Bubba Wallace had nothing to do with that. Right. He did not. Somebody told him what they saw, and he, you know, that's what he knew. That's but all he knew. But look at his response to it. Yeah. You know, you can only fan flames of this till sooner or later it's going to catch your pants legs on fire, folks. Yeah. And uh, and that goes with with everything. You know, we've heard... No, Russia, Russia, Russia for, for three years, four years now. Uh-huh. Um, and, then, and then the bombs start dropping this past week. Right. <laughs> so the, the politics of all this aside. Oh, Lord. The, the, and, and honestly, I don't care anymore. But this cannot keep going like it is without, you know, and here's the buzzword of the night, consequences. That's right. You know, because the government has lost control of this. You know, if you really want to be just blatantly honest about this, they're instigators. You know, if if I'm missing something here, I mean, I invite anybody. If if I'm if I'm if my, if my philosophy on this is, you know, we're we're a collaboration here with our audience. Tell me where I'm wrong. No, I think you're dead on it because, you know, it, by, by the government standing down, by the government not stopping it. When I say the government, um, I'm talking about the local governments because I think the federal, you know, the federal government, yeah, they, if they come in, I think there, there's, I don't know what exactly how all that chain of command works, but as I understand it, the, the states have to welcome the federal government in to, to work in a police manner. Well, unless, there, unless the case has, it falls under the original jurisdiction, meaning... You know, like the FBI could not run into the Raleigh Police Department and say, you know, we're taking over this homicide investigation. Right. That, that they don't have that authority. Okay. Now, if you and I decide to start counterfeiting $100 bills in your basement, yeah, they, they, they've got original jurisdiction over that okay. because we're, we're violating a, a law that okay. is based in, in, in jurisdiction of the United States government. Okay. Uh, you know, the, like, for example, here in North Carolina, one, one of the, you know, the State Bureau of Investigation is a good example. You know, generally speaking, they do the same thing as the FBI. Now, they take original jurisdiction over anything with arson. Now, not a lot of people know that. Any time an officer in this state discharges their firearm, 
you know, yeah. they, yeah. the first thing they you know that per that officer is immediately suspended pending about the outcome of the investigation of our state bureau of investigation, the SBI. Right. You know, the FBI is a, is largely a, an assistive organization. And I'm, and I'm not throwing shade on the FBI. Those, the rank and file, those, those men and women are fantastic. But we've lost our way. And I blame leadership for that. Well, you know, but and in this case here, you can't really blame Joe Field Special Agent in the FBI because that's a prosecutorial decision. Right, right. Uh, that's that's a U.S. attorney who who you know apparently you know his nutsack is too tight, and he don't have what it takes to go after something like this because he knows what the here's the word consequence will be. Yeah, they'll set the damn town on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's where we are with this. Yeah, and, 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 uh, that's, and that's and that's you know again and that's if if people would just. Stop. If, if they could just stop and everybody step back and breathe for a minute. But it, I know that's not going to happen. I'm just wishful thinking. But it, it, but in a perfect world, if people could just just stop, if we could just take and uh, shut the damn media off, shut the, and, and, and you know, quit, cut social media off, you know, shut down Twitter, Facebook, all these all at the same time uh, for a day, a day. You imagine what that difference that would make. People would it could de- decompress, maybe let just let the pressure valve off a little bit, and some of this shit would probably not be to the point where it's at. Well, I'm gonna say something's probably gonna knock you out off your chair. Okay. I was reading something today uh, that there is a a growing momentum to break up some of the big using antitrust and some of those uh, types of of laws in the in the federal federal I saw code. That. I support the Democrats on that. Yeah, they're wanting to, want to bring the Google. They want to bring them guys back up around the Congress and say, "Listen, it's time for it's time to stop." Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I'm going to give credit where credit's due, and and their and their motives may be opposite of mine, but that's fine. Uh, you know, you know, you, you know, if, if they go, if they take the high road and I take the low road, as long as we both get in Scotland, I'm cool with it. Right, <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, but, you, know, you know, companies like Google and Facebook, I mean, they just have so much power. I mean, they, they, they dictate, they dictate what you see and what you don't see. They, I mean, again, now, you know, we've, we've talked, talked about this, that, you know, there are certain individuals out there that have gone off. Now they spawn their own platforms, their own video platforms, you know, because they got kicked off of whether it be YouTube or wherever, or they got kicked from Facebook or whatever. And they've gone out now and, and like fell in Brian Rose, London Real. Uh, I've been watching for quite a number of years uh, because you know he, he interviewed people I really thought were interesting, uh, and he he got on the behind these doctors with the coronavirus stuff, and uh, he got booted. Man, he got booted off everything. So he went out. Hey, he has now started his own his own media platform, uh, so he can't be banned. And I mm-hmm. think that's you, what you're going to see is, is the result of all this control that that Facebook and all these these big companies have is you're starting you're going to start seeing competition in the marketplace now you're going to see you're going to see people come out there and now they're going to they're they're going to get together and they're going to develop their own outlets and so it's going to be harder for the the the, i would say the narrative or the information flow to be controlled 
And I think that, you know, when we were growing up, we had three channels, man. We had Channel 2, Channel – you had ABC, NBC, and CBS. That mm-hmm. was pretty much – and PBS. That was pretty much it. You know, we, we were little growing up. You know, what news you got was from those channels, and they all said the same thing. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. It's coming from all different directions. The problem is – you, you you start seeing a real bias. If you look at NBC, ABC, CBS, NBN, MSNBC, all these different ones, they all have this narrative. Then you go to Fox. Fox got a different narrative. And if you go to some of these other now, these newer, like like a, a Glenn Beck, you're like the blaze. Uh, you go somewhere like that, you, you, you sort of get a little different look on things. So you got stuff coming from all these different places, but the big the big boys, you know, they're, they they play around with the, the Facebooks and the, the Twitters and all that. And so they're all trying to funnel the same, again, I'm using the word narrative, uh, same flow of information. They don't want these other people to come into play because it goes against what they say. And again, this starts kind of going down the conspiratorial road, and I don't mean to go there tonight because I want to talk about consequence, but the consequence of these big organizations having that much power is chaos in the world around us because they, right. they, it gets this fuel gets it just fuels the fire. It just builds and builds and builds, and they keep feeding it, you know, because the more people watch and look at it, the more you know, more commercials they can put on there and sell you cheap shit you don't need. Um, and I've had about all I can take of it, you know. Well, you know, Twitter. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, uh, I'm on Facebook. I, I stopped that what about three or four months ago, something like that. And you know, and, and I still occasionally get on Twitter. I mean, and I, and I'm, I'm I'll openly admit, you know, just as a as a platform and the way it's used. I had fun on Twitter. Uh, but what's happened is you've allowed these, you know, these bunch of cretins to take control of it. And it's turned in, I mean, if you want um, to draw an analogy of it, Twitter's now like the bathroom wall of the internet at a truck stop. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I mean, I mean you know, and, and it, you know, I mean, it's, you know, Glenn, a consequence of that is, is we're, we're wasting a, a potential, just a great social and, and individual blessing. Yeah, you know, yeah, these tools have potential for greatness. Oh my the God! Problem is, yeah. But they're but the, the problem is, um, greed and power have taken over, and I think they, um, you know, they're not being used for the good they should be used for. And yeah. you know, and again, I, again, I didn't want to try to go off on that tangent, but you know, to try to circle kind of make a full circle back around to the consequence thing is again because we're ministry of defense and because we have students and clients that so we teach how to to better pre- prepare and protect themselves you know as they move along in life you know understanding when you do something or when you don't do something there is a consequence to that you know we we, we always tell you know, to be prepared to know how to you know obviously know how to physically defend yourself uh, to know how to, you know, we, all these podcasts, we talk about de-escalation, you know, things like, you know, and how to talk your way out of something. Um, well, you know, what we're seeing tonight, you know, what we've brought to light, Glenn, really is prima facie evidence of, you know, we talked about de-escalation, but what you really brought to light here, and I don't know if you meant to, was the whole process of escalation. Right. You know, I mean, if you stop and think about it, I mean, true. because... You know, one of the best ways to de-escalate everything, and again, this would, uh, I'll give you something else. I, because I brought up Twitter because I saw something today that kind of, this really bothered me. Because, again, when we're talking about consequences, we're talking about escalation, de-escalation. 
I don't know if anybody paid attention, but Derek Chauvin was released from jail today. I saw that on Million Dollar Bond. You know, well, somebody put out on Twitter. I mean, this guy, you could tell. I mean, he was just highly upset about this. Want to know who posted his bond? You know, I don't know how things work in Minnesota. In North Carolina, there's many, many ways you can find out where somebody lives. Uh, I really hope, you know, not that I, I support what he did, you know, so please don't, folks, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. This. I, I just hope for everybody's sake that he was smart enough to have a contingency plan where I, he, I hope he's not even in the state of Minnesota now. You would, you would think not. Just for everybody's sake. Yeah. Because, you know, there, there's people out there that will tear through hell to, to get to him. Oh, oh my God, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, num but but the key on that, Glenn, though, is is obviously, you know, sooner or later somebody's gonna find out. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, you know, when I'm hearing about the first time I see this is on Twitter, you're already it's like, okay, you know, you know, okay, yeah, let's let's find out about this and the and the biggest powder keg on the planet right now, which is Twitter. You're not gonna get an objective point of view from that platform it's just that that train's left the station right and there yeah. you go few that again that that's part of the problem um and you know again that's going back to what i said like if, if everybody if they if you just kill the power switch for a day <laughs> you know that maybe we did electro it was an electromagnetic pulse <laughs> just shut it all down for a day you know um, i mean i'm sitting here in my you know where i do my work at home you know uh you know when you no know, people don't everybody's not going to understand this you will but but my my lockers uh you've seen the pictures yes yes now i've i've got a I've, it's it's basically i've turned kind of what it is into a faraday cage right bring that bring the emp on you know you're not gonna hurt me a bit <laughs> that's right you know i need a new i need to put a new motor in my truck anyway but uh but it's just you know you know people it's like my daughter, um, you know, she, she wants to go out with her friends and, and go and do places. And, you know, and I try to explain to her, you know, this is why I tell you, do you don't do this? This is why I tell you, you don't go there. This is why I tell you to, because failure to listen to what I'm telling you could lead to dire consequences. Oh, yeah. It could lead, you know, obviously to an assault. It could lead to an abduction. You know, and we, and we even though you don't, it sort of gets kind of pushed to the side in the media. Um, but you know, human trafficking. You know, I, yeah, having kids, I, that's something I've always worried about. Is something someone getting abducted and something happened because even though it doesn't get talked like about like it should in in media because they're always talking about other nonsense. Um, what was that operation down in Georgia here uh, about a month or two ago where they found like 40, 39, 40 kids that were missing that, you know, and some have been, you know, part of human trafficking, have been involved in human trafficking. Well, you and, know, I mean, think about, I mean, you got a, you got the, you got the, the felony murder rule. Uh, when I was still a magistrate, I, I was at the beginning stages of a, ca of a case, you know, where the shooter actually went to prison for life. And, the girl that drove him away from the scene, and and you know, I don't. In in all fairness, I don't think she had any intent for anything like that to happen that night. Right. Thirty-five years. 
just for driving him away from the scene. 16 years old. You know, for, for those of you out here who, you know, that, you know, like, you know, that all these old guys, that's why as parents, we, who you with, how long are you going to be out? That's right. Because all it takes is something like that. And the consequences are far beyond your worst nightmares. Yep. And, you know, that really bothered me for a long time knowing, you know, that, I mean, that, that this sweet girl who had no intent to harm anybody. All she wanted was a little was a little weed. Right. Now, yeah, she broke the law. She was smoking marijuana. Did she set out that night to be uh, uh, an accomplice in a homicide? I'll I'll never believe that about that young lady. Right. But at that point in life, my my job was to to determine if a crime had been committed. It had, and she was responsible for it. If you don't like that, then you, that's what the legislature's for to change the law. Right. But, you know, at that point in my life, you think about this. You know, in the state of North Carolina, you, you have to, the minute you're sentenced to prison, you, uh, under our current laws, you have to serve a minimum of 85, 85% of your sentence. So she'll probably be, I'll probably be around 60 years old when she gets out of prison. Wow. Just driving some, that's, that's your consequences. Yeah. And, 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 and again, we could, I could see her all night long and go through so, so many scenarios. But the, the, the main point, the main point I want to make to people is, you know, think. Think ahead. You know, weigh your options. You know, don't just don't do stuff off the cuff. Plan ahead. Um, again, coming from a you – know, kind of bringing it back into a self-protection bubble – um, you know, you know, have a plan, be prepared. You know, we, we've had, we've done podcasts on preparedness, you know, again, all the things that we talk about sort of encompass this whole thing that if you don't do all these things, or you don't at least think about these things or make some effort in these things that there, there, there could be a dire consequence and it may not be a consequence that you, you know, that, uh, you, you seek to get, you know, you don't mean to go out and get in the middle of something, but it's not really up to you. You just the wrong person at the wrong place at the wrong time, and there's your day. You know we've talked about before. You know about people's rights. Well, I have a right to do this. I have a right to do that. Well, it doesn't matter what your rights are. It matters what that other person has in mind for you when you get to point A or point B or wherever the case may be. The boogeyman don't care about your rights, folks. That's right. And so you, know, you got to think about this. If 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 a criminal cared about your rights, there'd be no crime. That's right. I mean. <laughs> That's exactly. We need to put that on a T-shirt. That I mean, is a great I, T-shirt right there. I, I hate. I hate to put it to you that way, but you know, I mean, you're you're what you're what you're really saying there is you honestly think that you live on on one two three Main Street in Utopia. Yeah. I, I hate to burst your bubble, but if you if that was true, we wouldn't. Our crime rate would be zero. Yeah, we wouldn't be having the conversations. We wouldn't have all the fodder we've had for these podcasts. Right. <laughs> you know, so that that's kind of where I wanted to go with that tonight. You know, it's again more like everything else we do on here. Um, we really just want to spark thought. We want to spark conversation. We want people to 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 really, you know, kind of get out of the bubble. You know, think and, and, and use all common sense and, and, and think about things that are going to benefit you and benefit the ones you love by thinking about your safety, by thinking about the safety of those around you, by thinking about the decisions you're about to make. I mean, you know, here's an example. Somebody wants to go out and go skydiving. 
okay? You know, we allow people to do that crazy shit, okay? But, you know, and that's fine. You're free to go jump out of me airplanes as you want. The problem is, so well, I don't care if I die. Well, that's fine. But what about all the people that depend on you, those people that love you, the people that are going to miss you, that it's going to leave a hole in their heart when you're not there because the chute didn't open that one time, you know? Those are chances that people take, um, you know, they don't, obviously they're not thinking about the consequence because if they did, they probably wouldn't do all the crazy stuff they do. Well, see, Glenn, you're not being, you're not being fair about that, man. There was a guy that died last week. He jumped out of a plane with no parachute and actually found out what killed him was coronavirus. Oh, okay. Well, I, I missed that one. Missed that one. My bad. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> But uh, every time I laugh, I, I have this. I've been dealing with headache this afternoon, you guys. Every time I laugh, it like my head throbs. But I can't help it. That, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, you're on the sauce again, ain't you? Oh, mm-hmm. No, I probably need some sauce. <laughs> that probably uh, help it. <laughs> well, we live in North Carolina, we, uh, buddy. Uh, we can hook you up. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> I know this. I know this greatly. Um, but 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 what we want people to do is is, is take the things that we say we think talk about. You know, each week we try to bring something new to the table. Uh, or maybe not necessarily new, but something that maybe you've not thought about that that'll jar something in you to make you think about whatever subject is you know of the day, and you know really thinking about the consequences of your actions. And again, it it it, it doesn't necessarily revolve around protest, violence. It's anything that you do. You know, if you you know if you run out of the house and you don't pay attention, you could trip and fall. You know, just little things. Pay you know paying attention. Doing things in a, in a manner that uh, that can keep you safe or keep those around you safe. So that's kind of the point I wanted to make tonight, and that's really where I wanted to go with it. Uh, we we really went pretty deep with it, and uh, I'm glad because I'm hoping that really sparks something and sparks some some conversations with people, uh, which is the whole point of what we do. Well, you know, for you consequence dealers out there, meaning law enforcement prosecutors, people like it. I employ you because you're supposed to be the ones out here that's, that's doing this for us. Uh, folks, we're running out of time. Quickly. Um, <laughs> Things are imploding on a daily basis. Yeah, folks are, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm saying it. I, I, I want you, everybody, black, white, Mexican, Japanese, Democrat, Republican, communist, I'm saying this to all of you out of love. I, I truly mean that. We're running out of time. And, uh, you know, but that's what I've got. I mean, I'll, that's I'll, a good point. I mean, good way, good way to kind of end it. You know, really y'all were, we're on the same team. I, even though I know people have different outlooks on things at the end of the day, um, as, as human beings, we're all on the same team. We ought to be, a, be able to get along and, you know, everybody live a happy life without all the craziness. Um, there's just a lot of static out there and, I, and it affects everybody in, in different ways and, uh, I don't have a remedy for it. I have ideas, but uh, um, what Corbett and I try to do is bring these thoughts to the forefront and share share it with you guys, and hopefully it jars something in your mind and makes you think about something. So with that said, uh, we'll cut it out tonight, but uh, um, again, please hit that like, subscribe, notification bell, and uh, you know, join in the conversation. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear your opinions. Um, we, we love the feedback that we do get, and uh, – yeah, until next time, uh, is that all you got tonight, brother? Yeah, I'll be on the road next week, but I will be, uh, you know, my chair will be empty, but we'll be, uh, also I will be speaking with everybody again with you next week, but I'll, uh, I'll be in parts unknown next week. But we we'll, have uh, the technology. So. 
same channel, you know, all that kind of good same stuff. Same bat time, same bat channel. Speaking of, I've got a full piece of graphic together where we have the like the bat signal, but it's going to be the oh, bear the bear signal. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> anyway, until next time, you guys, please be safe. Think ahead. You know, understand the consequences of your actions, and uh, we'll see you next time. Everybody, take care. We'll see you next time.